This is Little Things, a 12-episode limited series podcast created by Piedmont University student Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Caleb Rogers, your host. I am here with Madison Gott, senior mass communications major. Oh my gosh, it's so scary. I I like the safety net of college. And I feel like because this year is the first normal year of college that I've had, it's really sad for me. Like at the beginning of this year, I was like, this feels like the beginning of freshman year. Because if you didn't know, my freshman year of college, uh, we got sent home for COVID. My very, it was spring break. I was out of track meet. That was your freshman year? That was my freshman year. Oh, oh wow. I can't, I can't believe that was that long ago, honestly. It feels literally like yesterday. Because COVID, it was like the first month of freshman year. This is what a college felt like to me. First month, of, first month of freshman year, COVID, more COVID, senior year. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's what it's felt like because there was so much fear and stuff. And being sent home was terrible because I finally was settling into college like – accepting the freedom that I had I was like okay I don't have to call my mom every day and I had like a really 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 bad panic attack at the track meet because I hadn't like I hadn't really gone through everything like it it was hard to process and so we are at Myrtle Beach as my entire track team and our coach comes up on the beach we're all just chilling out and he was like um hey guys and I was like, oh, I don't like that. He's like, so right now, you know, the coronavirus, I know you guys think it's a joke right now, but uh, we have to go home and you're going to take your stuff from school and go to your actual house. And I had, there are kids on my team who like live in California and Virginia and like all these places where it just wasn't very accessible for them to like book a flight and leave. And so we're like, uh, what do I do? I mean, luckily, luckily for me, I live pretty close to campus. I live about an hour away, but I was like, what? And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Ah, so funny. What a joke. I love getting sent home early. Like, cause my freshman year had already been like pretty difficult for the most part as freshman year of college goes. Um, and I'll get into that later, but it was the next. So we were like, are we going to race? Cause we hadn't raced yet. It was a two day meet and it ended up just being a one day meet and about a hundred teams I think it was 100 teams total like roughly I don't really remember it was a while ago but um over half of the teams had gotten pulled it was from all over the United States like schools would not let them run and I was like I was scared (laughs) and I was running the 800 that day and I was so nervous because one so I if you don't know how a track meet works it's like all first off they normally take forever it's like from 12 hours long (laughs) like it's all day um it's an all-day affair but in we were about two hours early like in the schedule which if you again if you don't know track that does not happen (laughs) like that it was crazy we didn't know when we were gonna race which that means we were just constantly warming up we were constantly jogging stretching stressing (laughs) and i normally have pre-race nerves like always because I don't like competing personally I'm not a very competitive person when it comes to running it really is just for myself and I'm just that's not my personality is to be competitive so 
I was, I was really, really nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, coach, man, I'm really nervous. He's like, it's just pre-race jitters are fine. And the minute that they called first to go to the start finish line, I just like lost it. Like, I don't, it just it hit me all of a sudden. And I had never had a, pan, a panic attack like that before. Um, like, I, I've had anxiety for, like, since puberty. Like, since <laughs> middle school. Um, it, like, it, it was pretty unofficially diagnosed. But, I mean, it was pretty attached to my personality. <laughs> I was a very stressed out child. Um, but, yeah, I just remember, like, just, like, I did not know my teammates at this point very well. And, not, and my coach, very sweet man, shout out to Coach Jimison. But I was like <laughs> literally on my hands and knees. Like I felt like I was dying. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Like it really hadn't happened like this before. Um, and he, and then he's like, okay, um, let's sit on the ground. He's trying to, I have asthma too, by the way. Let's just add that to the pot. Um, he tried to <laughs> hand me my inhaler. He thought I was having an asthma attack. Um, I was like, it's it's not it's not <laughs> asthma, <laughs> and um I remember like sitting down and and he was like, "Is this because of what I told you guys about yesterday?" Yes, but I hadn't processed it. I was like, "I don't know," um, because I call I talked to my parents later that day about it, and and my dad's like, my dad also was a runner in high school, college. He went to military school, and um. He was like, you know what? You just can't let yourself get that freaked out about a race. And I was like, it wasn't about the race. <laughs> and I was so mad about it because it was my last race of the season. Like our season was done. And it was awful. Anyway, so we got sent home and I was very sad. And in that long-winded story, my mental health was not great. During COVID, as most people, a lot of people struggled. Yeah, I mean, isolation for our ages. And and how not did, great. How did you handle that? Like poorly. You know. <laughs> I handled it poorly. I learned a lot though, and I learned a lot of coping mechanisms. Um, I I finally was like, mm. so the first time I w went to a therapist was like my senior year of high school because that's really when. Like, all my mental health stuff started getting really bad. Um, and, but it wasn't, like, really my choice. It was kind of like my mom was like, oh, you probably should go to a therapist. And I was like, okay. Um, and I had kind of, like, like, the same day was just having, like, major anxiety. Went to a therapist, didn't have a good experience. And then it just kind of drove me away from therapy. And, um, and I also wasn't, like, on medication or anything. And by the time I got to college and all of that mess happened... Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm a very happy person, if you've never met me. Like, very happy-go-lucky. I try to see the positive. You know, Jesus, try to show the Jesus the world be the light. Okay, <laughs> I am a, you know, a Christian and... Never said a cuss word. Oh, no, yes, I have. I mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I have said bad words. I am still a sinner, my dude. <laughs> but Jesus is still my savior. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> So, like, typically, I'm Catholic, too, so this is worse because uh, they don't really address mental health in the church. They just kind of are like, you're fine. And they're, they're against, like, some medications. I'm not going to, like, misinform or anything because my church is very 
understanding like the church I go to by my house like they're just very like oh like we're here for you whatever and but they really didn't educate us on mental health in the way that I feel like they do now but when I was a kid they're like uh that's fine you're fine um and I think they started to address it during COVID but it's just there are so many unknowns anyway so I was like I can't be depressed I can't be anxious. I'm a child of God. Like, I'm a Christian. I can't, like, that's not allowed. Um, and, like, my mom and I had this, like, really long conversation about that. And she was like, Madison, it's okay to, like, not be okay even though, like, you have faith. Like, that's not going to just turn off all your problems. In fact, it's probably going to make a lot of your problems worse because – Man, the devil is just going to come at you, man. But I was like, true. But, uh, yeah, I finally, you know, got some help. Got some meds. <laughs> the, pers- the prescribed kind. <laughs> uh, and I'm doing a-, a lot better. Like, I still have to cope day to day. But healing from all of the crap that COVID sent our way, like, the amount of fear was scary i was yeah yeah, i was like my whole family's gonna die i'm gonna die uh i will never see my friends again i will never go back to school like that's just the mindset i was in i was like this might last 100 years who knows and i can't hug anyone i'm not a hugger okay but man i was ready to hug my friends and my family and also my dad was up in tennessee for work i did not see him the entirety of covid that's crazy the entirety of covid did not see my dad and so I was like, I'm, it's so funny because my dad lives in the middle of nowhere too. And he was like, oh, Madison, our numbers are low. It's fine. I was like, well, maybe I should just come live with you because <laughs> cause we are a hot spot where I lived. Because right. there's three different counties in the hospital right by my house. I live in Fiery Branch. And we were one of the highest like numbers because the hospital is right there besides Gainesville, which the hospital is also there. Right. So yeah, not a fun time, let me tell you. But we're a lot better now. So the only thing I, w- I, I regret which was not, is not because of me, but because of COVID, not being able to do, is studying abroad. Okay, me too, because I was supposed to go to Italy. We were supposed to go to Italy together. Wait, I didn't know we were on the trip together. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, that actually really made me so upset because I was so excited to go to Italy. The last time I was out of the States was when I was in Russia. <laughs> I've so. never been out of the United States. Well, me either, really. I've, I mean, I've never even really been out of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that was, yeah, that was hard. And like for me too, like, you know, I, you know, was at SCAD my freshman year and then I dropped out uh, first semester and then I didn't go back to school. I was like at home working and then I come to Piedmont first semester and then COVID happens for me. So, so it's like e- the same thing. It was the same thing for me as it was for you because yeah. I didn't even have like a real freshman year anyway. So it was just like, it was like, oh, I was like, am I ever going to be able to finish a full year in college? Like I was like, Literally, Lord, I'm <laughs> But I I can, like, COVID was actually kind of, like, it was difficult because, like, it's hard to be, like, stuck in a room with your family for so long. Like, I love my family, but it was, and it was, like, at the beginning, it was so difficult for me just because I was like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I do? Because I'm a people person. I need to be around people other than my family sometimes. Was your Wi-Fi as bad as ours over COVID? It wasn't terrible. Oh, all my family... 
Sorry, that's my alarm. Y'all. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Um, no, my uh, my entire family was on Zoom. My mom was teaching on Zoom because she's a teacher, and then me, and my brother, and sister all go to different colleges on Zoom. Uh, the I think that was a bonding experience for us because we like never saw each other, but when we did, we'd be like, "Are you sad too?" It'd be like four a.m. We're eating like chicken nuggets in the kitchen. Like, yeah, I'm very sad. Oh, that's cool. And I'm a triplet. If you didn't know, like, so we were we're all the same age. Literally, it's. I did not know this. <laughs> You really? Didn't tell me you were a triplet. Okay, listen. I forget to tell people, but I for also forget who I tell because this is a part of like me and my identity. Like right. I'm a triplet. That also is something hard coming to college too. Is me, myself, and I. But it's fine. <laughs> well, but um, but yeah, interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, okay. I didn't know when. Dad, you might have. PSA. Told me. I'm a triplet. If you forget, uh-huh. just re-listen to this podcast. It's a really good podcast. <laughs> there you go i I spoke it to the world there you go yeah you're welcome so i mean after covid and you know all that things kind of cooled down how has things been for you in school what is school again like this is my first real full year hopefully i haven't made it through yet and it's your senior year that's my senior year um and all my underclassmen friends are like oh my gosh i can't wait for the rest of my college experience and to study abroad and and to have all those four years and i'm like I didn't have time. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, if this happened to me in high school, I'd be living the dream because I had no life in high school. I woke up, went to school, went to track, practice, or cross country, whatever season it was, and then I would come home and I would shower, eat, and do homework and sleep. That was my life. That is not my life in college. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely – so when they're, when they're like, oh, my junior and senior year, blah, 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 like I'm like – <laughs> sorry that's so so inconsiderate but i just know the person i was in high school and the person i am now and i would have been so happy to be sent home in high school <laughs> plus we had like an online program already set up so we would have been yeah. fine piedmont on the other hand did not sorry piedmont i love you <laughs> we do love piedmont <laughs> well we love piedmont <laughs> so like kind of like going through like everything you've been through in high school and college and covid that you think you feel prepared to go out in the workforce? No. <laughs> expand on that, please. Okay. So <laughs> that was quick. So <laughs> I've had a lot of like, so my mom isn't like really my rock. I call her all the time with all my problems. Who need a, who needs a therapist when you have a, a great mom? Exactly. <laughs> so I would call her and be like, mom. She's like, Madison, you're fine. Just take deep breaths. And I'm like, okay <laughs> and um but yeah i would call my like literally this entire semester i'd call my mom and be like mom i don't think i can make it in the real world i think i can get out there and fail she's like madison how old are you i'm like mentally or physically she's like seriously i was like i'm seven mentally <laughs> right. no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding but but like i really do see myself as a kid still like i'm like dude i don't know what i'm doing i have to pay my own bills I was talking yesterday. I was like, I swear the IRS isn't even real. Like, don't come after me for saying that. But like, but like, you know, like, how do you pay taxes? How do you own an apartment? And like, like, there's so many things that I just don't, I'm not comfortable doing on my own. Like having to show up to work every day. I mean, it's probably like showing up to school every day, but it's just like different. And I'm not going to know what I'm doing. And uh, and my mom's like, you're going to be fine. She's like, if you've shown me anything, you know, with how you've matured, you'll be fine. Like, you are an adult. You you act like an adult, even if you see yourself as a child. 
and I was like, but I'm not ready. <laughs> like I pay for my gas, I pay for my groceries, I pay for my car insurance, and that's it. Like those are the, and I pay for like my books, textbooks and stuff, right. but that's it. Like my mom still supports me financially for the most part. She helps me pay. Um, so my my parents saved up like money for school, but it went split three ways because I'm a triplet. So that that's my parents put that towards my college, but everything else is loans, so I will have to pay that back. But um, yeah, I don't not ready for the, not ready for the workforce. But I mean, like I am, I am ready, and I know I'll be fine. But the fear is real. It's real. What about yeah, you, Caleb? <laughs> no, like I can, I can, t- and I'm about to graduate here in December. Literally five weeks. Five weeks. So, so like, uh, it's gross. scary for me because like I'm looking for jobs. I'm trying to figure out, you know, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Oh, I mean, I don't know. That's um, one thing I, I feel like the only advantage I have right now is that I've networked so much and had so many incredible opportunities as a young person and like a not so young industry right, right. <laughs> being able to like meet all these people and, and have these opportunities so i feel like that's not going to be the issue it's going to be doing well in that job yeah because it's, it's difficult to get into and i can say the same thing i've, I've networked pretty well with everything and and yes, have, have been able to to work a little bit professionally um over the past couple of years but it's still it's kind of like you know it, you kind of think like is this really am i gonna actually enjoy the yes. doing this for the next like 30 40 years you know because you're oh just oh my gosh 30 40 years i haven't been alive that long that's yeah 21 years old man because yeah. i mean like you know and i i, I want to be able to do something that i like wake up every morning and be like ah oh, like i want to go into work today and i love what yeah. i do and i think that's what's scary is like cause what if hear, i don't have that yeah because you hear so many stories of people like oh i hate my job i hate my job well and here's you the know? thing here's the thing generationally we're very different from that generation right. because they, like a lot of uh, older generations, they didn't go to college. They just got, got married, had babies, did the whole thing. There was a war going on probably. Like they just went to work and did what they had to do. But it's different now because we're expected of so much. We're expected to go to college, go to get more schooling because college doesn't really mean as much as it used to. And you're going to have to pay all this money, so you need a good job. And you also can't hate your job. Like it's the the culture of the you shouldn't have a nine to five anymore is like you like you be your own boss. First off, I would hate that. Like I don't, I can't do that. Like that's not my vibe. I need someone telling me what to do. <laughs> um, and then me be like, no, that's dumb. And I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. I I um no, I just need to not be my own boss. I don't have that much. Like I need structure in my life, and I cannot give myself that. But yeah, like the. I feel like our generation is like, no, but I want to wake up every day and not hate my life because we actually want to, like, help ourselves and not hurt ourselves, I guess, in the long run. But 30 to 40 years, Caleb, like, will I... Think about it. Will I wake up every day and say, yeah, this is the job I love? Which Which, so far, I say yes. So far, I say yes to radio because... I could be having the worst day of all time. Like I could have cried a ton and gotten bulldozed by people and like everything has just gone wrong. You know, those days. Mm -hmm. And I just go in and do my thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like I went in work mode. I'm great. And so it's not something that I like rely on as like a hobby or anything, but it is truly something that I enjoy doing. 
Make sure you join in every Thursday with your host, Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life.